Time now for Real Estate with Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Now, here's their host, Warren Franklin. Welcome to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence. We have another great show lined up today. You're always welcome to call Mariah or Spence at the Vestris Crawford Realty Group to discuss anything about real estate. The number is 503-507-3666. And we're going to get the show started today talking about things home buyers might want to look for when they're looking for a home. We've been through a variety of types of styles and price ranges and types of homes throughout our years as real estate agents. And so today, we're going to just have a conversation about things we love in a home or things that you might want to be looking out for that you might like in a home if you're going to be home shopping soon. Or even if you're someone who um, is going to be a home seller, these are things that you might want to be aware of that could add value to your home or even just ideas to make your home more enjoyable for you. So so basically just some of the things that we see day to day as real estate agents that we enjoy seeing in a home. Cool. And before we jump really far into the show, Uh I did want to make a community announcement. Um, Like I've said in the past, I do coach at Cascade High School. I'm an assistant uh, wrestling coach for the high school program. And the 4A state tournament is actually going to be held uh, this Saturday. And it starts all day. It starts at 8 a.m. And it'll go probably till about 10 p.m., to be honest with you. They're doing the whole 4A in one full day. It's never been done before. Um, Usually it's a two-day tournament. So if you guys have or want something to do, head on out to Cascade High School. It's out in Turner, Oregon. The whole 4A division for high school wrestling is held in the main gymnasium, and uh, that'll be going on all day. And if you just want to watch the finals, that's going to most likely start at around 6 to 7 p.m. So uh, keep your eyes out. How many matches does a a person who advances, how many matches are they wrestling in a day? Yeah, so if you're getting to the finals and you're being in the state finals, you're going to need to win four matches total. So three matches if you win, you'll be in the state finals. Um, uh, Wrestlers can only wrestle six matches in one day though so um that'll get you to, to those placing rounds and surely to place within wow. within the day wow. six matches total it's a long day long day <laughs> but uh come out and support the community so if you it's lose your first match you wrestle again yes you wrestle all the way back if you lose two matches you're out wow mm. double elimination i like double that. elimination yeah yep. all right i love it little community announcement there it's important so we have a few other um interesting relevant real estate news headlines to share with you guys first um the first one so this i love this headline it says seller profits averaged this is um nationally by the way seller profits averaged a hundred thousand dollars this past year for home sellers so that means that nationally the average home seller profited a hundred thousand dollars from their home And even cooler, I think, because this is local to our area, Salem, Oregon actually made the list for one of the top markets for seller profitability. So that average is going to be even higher because that was national. So that average is even higher. If you live in Salem, you there's a good chance you walked away with well over that for your home. So they didn't give you a number. (laughs) Not for Salem. No, the first statistic was yeah nationally. And then that was just Salem's. Uh, the top towards the top of the list for profitability but I thought that was pretty cool we made that's really neat and I definitely believe that seeing so many homes how many homes we've sold over the last year and all of the sellers we've worked with I totally think that's believable yeah and it definitely makes sense though and that's why when I always hear the comment not always but sometimes Mm -hmm. um, man I don't Salem there's nothing going on you know it's boring sometimes I don't want to be on the negativity train (laughs) but 
in reality, your lens might be skewed at that point because Salem is happening. There's a mm-hmm. lot of things to do. There's a lot of local business to drive. And and it's parks. a great place to buy real estate, apparently. Well, you go there downtown you go. on a yes. Saturday night, there, you can't find a parking spot. Something's mm-hmm. going on downtown. Something's definitely always yeah. going on. So if you want to make right. something in real estate, maybe look into our area. It could be a great area. Also, like Airbnbs, Salem has a is a really great a Airbnb lot. market. We've done it twice, two different like sides of town, and they were both always booked. But yeah. anyway, okay, we are the, the capital, capital <laughs> yes. of Oregon. This next headline here, um, the Starbucks effect. So this describes the phenomena of increasing home and property values in neighborhoods surrounding. Um, a new Starbucks location. So according to research from Zillow.com, when a Starbucks moves into a neighborhood, home prices um, double at the standard rate. Home home prices go up at double the standard rate. Sorry, I screwed that up. But that's fine. Um, isn't that isn't that crazy though? Just to, so if I live next to a Starbucks, so a my Starbucks, home is automatically worth more. Apparently, if it comes into your neighborhood, that just sounds home's insane. Go up and double the amount. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. No, that's All pretty right. neat, though. That's good to know. So, if yeah. you're out of state, you don't know much about the area, go on Google Maps. Look where yeah. the closest Starbucks is. <laughs> go buy near there. Okay, so last before we get into our uh, things you're gonna love in a house or that we love in a house is. We have a question um, that I I wanted to answer this question on air because this is a question we get asked quite often lately from uh, relocation buyers. So people who are moving to our area from another state. And this client is someone moving here from San Diego. And so he said, where where I'm at in San Diego, sellers are not looking at homes uh, or at offers that are contingent on a home selling. It's just not, not a thing right now. And so they asked because they have to sell their home there before they can move here if are we seeing contingencies? Is Are we seeing sellers accept them? Is that realistic in this market right now? Let's bounce back and forth of okay. what you see versus what I see okay. and see if we're somewhat accurate. How about that? I, I mean, if we're, if we're talking this last summer, I would have said, I don't know, you might want to sell your house first. But right now, I'm definitely getting offers accepted with contingencies. Cool. Yeah. But what I'm really having to do is educate my clients that you're going to have to really you know, be competitive to make up for it, but it is doable. It is doable. And that's, and that's, I guess the exact Mm -hmm. same thing I would be saying is it's doable. I Mm -hmm. wouldn't say it's impossible. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing we really have to realize is the type of house we're looking for in general. I mean, price brackets are everything in this market. And if it's too good to be true, sometimes online, well, in reality, it probably is. Yeah. um, Because if you're seeing it, 20, 100, 400 other people plus are seeing this home. So we got to be realistic with those expectations. Expectations. Every home is different. I would say homes, you know, over 450, early 500s, um, they're more willing, I would say, to take on a contingency because that's meaning they're going to get more money down as a down payment if your offer looks right. Um, but if you're like in that 300 to 450 oh, price range, yeah. homes are selling so quickly you're just probably not in that market. Yeah. Um, but once again, every home is different. It's up to us to find out and do due diligence for you to let you know what the seller's thinking and what the seller's agent's thinking to let you know if that's a possibility. Yeah, I think we just need to adjust our expectations, but it is possible right now. How much would the love letters we used to talk about, you know, (laughs) those not being available anymore, Uh how much does that impact that topic? You know, what do you think? Personally, I never really thought of love letters to be much beneficial. Yeah. They were very beneficial, honestly. I, I just yeah. never did. Um, yeah. Some people's, some people though, really did connect yeah. with those love letters, though. 
They did. Mm -hmm. uh, sellers would eat that up because they always want to know who's buying their home. So their heart is like warm to give keys away to them. Well, and I was thinking in that case, then there might be, you know what, for this family, we'll wait. We'll, yeah. we'll wait until exactly. they can sell their house because yeah. it sounds like the right people to come in. Yeah. That's where I thought that might play. Yeah, it very well could have. But once again, situationally, you just never know. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, let's take a break. This perfect time. And then we'll get into our main topic coming up here in just a moment. I want to remind you, you can always get in touch with Ryan Spence at the Vetris Crawford Realtor Group by calling 503-507-3666. And we'll be back in just a couple of moments. Welcome back to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Here's their host, Warren Franklin. We're back with Mariah Spence with the Vetris Crawford Realty Group. You can contact them at 503-507-3666. And we're going to continue or actually begin our conversation about things home buyers might want to look for when looking at a home. Okay, so uh, the first thing to mention that a lot of home buyers that I've seen care about that I know was a big deal to me whenever we've house shopped has been a driveway that isn't slanted. So um, oh, yeah. I had a showing mm -hmm. not too long ago. There's some neighborhoods in West Salem where West Salem, they're yeah. like straight up slanted. Like you can totally tell even in the pictures, even there's a couple neighborhoods in South Salem too, not as bad as West Salem. But um, but I was showing a house in South Salem in a neighborhood that doesn't have like slanty driveways. We would have never known until they, like it was very, very subtle until they pulled their car up and it was like just slanted enough that they were like, we don't even want to go inside because they were like that picky about not having any slant in their driveway. So we, we didn't see it. So yeah. I guess, you know, it's not like. Are they afraid it, of ice and snow? Or I what? don't know what it is about that. I mean, well, from, from my experience, my seller, he wanted to be able to work on his cars. Oh. And sometimes, you know, you can't do everything in the garage. So you need to work in, in, in the driveway. And um, that was his reasoning of oh. not wanting a, a slanted driveway. I or, get like a super slant because like I wouldn't want that either. But a little bit slanted is I don't really know what. But, right. you know, personal preference. Um, that's something we've seen. Um, another thing is if a home has a field, like say there's a field that cannot be built on next to like on the side of like the listing we just got last week mm -hmm. um on the side of it or behind it that's always a sign that usually it's going to sell pretty quickly or just be really desirable because a lot of buyers really like that if it's backed up to a field that yeah. can't be built on so it's like guaranteed um privacy open and openness openness yeah. yes people yeah like that. you don't have other people looking into you yes yeah. yes um okay uh something i hear from clients a lot is that they go into a home and they really really love everything about it but they don't end up choosing that home because there's only one family room or really like hangout area and they want yep. to have two like they want to have a living room and a family room so if they you know have people over and one of them wants to hang out somewhere else or if they have kids they want their kids to be able to hang out somewhere else while the adults or whatever the different situations that's definitely something i've come across with um, buyers. Okay. Yeah. And all, and all these like things we're pointing out yeah. from, from my perspective uh -huh. is not necessarily a deterrent from like buying a home, yeah. but it's definitely like something to consider about your home sales price as well. If you are a seller out there, um, cause I meet with a lot of sell by owners and they always have this expectation of price. And the reality is the reason your home isn't selling sometimes is because of your price and here's why. Um, now, we've gone over it, that, that living room, 
you know, if you don't have two living rooms, two separate places or to, to, to just hang out, yeah. that, it's not a huge deterrent necessarily, but it's just a division of space that people want. Yeah. Um, and the same with like the lot right next to you. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why the home, your neighbor in most cases, because everybody says, oh, but my neighbor's home sold for this. Well, there's a reason why it may be sold for a little bit more than than what you think your home's worth. You know, it's 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 um something appraisals actually look at as well. Mm-hmm. And we got to understand in this market an appraisal value it has to happen um, unless an appraisal gap is offered in in this uh, the offer itself. So, mm-hmm. uh, these what do you, are, these what do you mean by appraisal gap? Appraisal gap is. Um, so say you're listed at 425,000. $425, mm-hmm. um, and the appraisal comes in at 415,000. Well, the, the lender's only get a loan up to 415. So what is the buyer going to do to make that sales price happen? Usually we, we say in a contract, come up with $10,000 cash at closing. And that's what we have been seeing on a lot of these uh, homes we've been listing. It happened- Especially in that price range. Especially in a price range like that, 425-ish, stuff like that. It was more common, I would say, about eight, 10 months ago, a year ago, um, but not as as common now to expect offers with appraisal gaps. Um, But for instance, our new listing in Almsville, kudos to those sellers, by the way, they got some really good news. Um, It had kind of all these, these things were touching on. It had the separate living rooms, it had the side yard, and it had just the characteristics a buyer's going to want. And uh, we actually, you know, went 40 plus over ask price with other really good conditions. Mm. And it had an appraisal gap. Sounds like one of those uh, you look long and hard to find, and uh, yeah. you might search for yeah. a year looking for something like that. And that's certainly and what happened. The fact that it's in Almsville, there's no inventory. So as soon as something comes up in Almsville itself, it just gets grabbed really quickly. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, okay, so another thing that we see a lot that buyers want is updated windows. I know one th- feedback we've had from listings that were like an older home is that the windows is a really big deal. Yeah. I know when I walk into an older home that doesn't have updated windows, I just look at price tags because it is very oh expensive gosh. to update them. And you and I both. And it makes such a difference. It really looks a lot better to have updated windows versus. We did know, it on our house a number of years uh, ago, and it's just amazing the difference it's it made. It's a huge yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it really. And that is something that if you, you know, live in your house and you're not maybe not planning on moving right or selling it right away, but that is something I would say would definitely add value. So I think if you're on the fence about doing it, you should. It's not a bad idea to do that. Yeah, it definitely does add value. Yes, it's a big deal. It's awesome. Yeah, and that's just a complaint I've heard a lot from older homes that Mm -hmm. don't have updated windows. Um, Okay, next is a neighborhood with a low turnover rate. That is generally a good sign if you're a home buyer and... um, you know, a lot of lower price, like more affordable first time buyer price range neighborhoods do have higher turnover rates. But if you're buying in a neighborhood that people just don't move in a lot, you don't see a ton of for sale signs all the time in this neighborhood and people generally stay there. That's a really good sign that it's a solid established neighborhood. And generally, I would would call those the best neighborhoods Mm -hmm. um, with with lower turnover rates. We did a show, what, a few weeks back Uh about... uh, 
good neighborhoods to live in. Warren, he mm-hmm. lives in one of those neighborhoods they, where it has a low yeah. turnover rate. Yeah, you see a few mm-hmm. signs up for sale, but you know, given the number of homes that are around there, it's yeah. it's pretty rare. Right. Yeah. And that's what you're wanting to see. But that's also why it's helpful to have a real estate professional helping you guide uh, yourself to the right areas of town as well. If you specifically want certain things, you want to be close to certain things, you want to be certain distances, uh, maybe from work even, um, you want to use a real estate professional. And it's absolutely free for you to use as a buyer's agent. It absolutely is. Thank you. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. You're listening to Real Estate with Moran Spence with the Vetris Crawford Realty Group. You can contact them at 503-507-3666. And we'll be back in just a few moments. Welcome back to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYKN. Here's their host, Warren Franklin. We're back with Brian Spence with the Vetris Crawford Realty Group. You can call them at 503-507-3666. And let's continue our conversation about things home buyers might want to look for when they're out looking for homes. Another thing to look for, if this is important to you, is a neighborhood that is walkable. I know it might not be important to everyone. I know when we were house shopping, if we rolled into a neighborhood and there wasn't a sidewalk, like it was one of those areas that you just couldn't walk in. I was like, I don't even want to go in. I'm out. Yeah, I go on walks all the time and that's important, but. Um, well, especially if you're like living in town too. Yeah. You expect yeah. Your, your concrete, the sidewalks, things to be put together. And if it's not looking pretty, odds are, I mean, nothing wrong with your neighbor. I never know this, but it might not be the best neighborhood for you if that's important for you yes so that is something if you care about that um another thing is uh, statistically more home buyers would like to have a somewhat at least close proximity to businesses and places Mm -hmm. that they frequent Mm -hmm. i know i've worked with a lot of home buyers that have wanted the opposite of that and they wanted to be further away so that is something that i do think is more personal preference but i think when you're house shopping it's definitely important to know and be aware of what your preferences are if that is something that you care about if not then yeah you know whatever and it always comes to the like mm -hmm. the the philosophy location 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 um if location's good your resale value is generally going to be good um and that gets um you a little break when it comes to your home improvements updates like that because your neighborhood is gonna hold your value rather than your home itself if that makes sense the previous sales in your neighborhood because of the location you specifically live in just like the homes that have a smaller turnover rate generally you're going to get more um uh, gross you know amounts yearly if you were to resell every year your your increased uh, interest rate or rates would just go up exponentially yeah so that's exciting for me as a homeowner uh knowing that the location is just going to increase yearly yeah um, especially in markets like this it's unreal so i gotta i gotta bring this question up all right, so you're talking about location to some extent, but I'm, I'm guessing there might be an advantage to buying maybe a lesser-priced home in a higher-priced neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Is there an advantage that to that? That is, like, mm-hmm. if you can, the best thing you can do. That's, like, where you know you have a great home. Yeah. I mean, I would argue that location is in, the, like, a solid neighborhood is one of the most important things to look for because, and, of course, you know, the yard side you, size you want, whatever, because you can't change that, but... There's so much that you can change, even if it has to be over time to the house. But the neighborhood and the location, you just can't change that. Yeah. And it's huge. Yeah. Um, okay, so this next one is something that 
I know I get excited about whenever I see in a listing that's a fireplace in the master or a balcony <laughs> in the master. That's something I don't know. It's fun to see. Well, it's desirable. In a yeah, it's desirable a in a listing. That. Obviously, a lot of houses don't have that, but mm-hmm. um, that is something a lot of buyers do like as well. Mm-hmm. But if that's you and you have to have it, just understand since it is less common, especially with a resale, because a lot of those are more custom touches. Yeah. Um, it might take longer True. to find that perfect exact home for you. True. So just understand that it's not going to happen overnight for that home to just pop up because you want it. Right. Okay. This other thing I thought was interesting. This is something that, according to an article, a lot of buyers like, which I've never thought about. And that is a fireplace mantle so they can decorate seasonally. But then it said, if your home doesn't have one, you can make a fake mantle by just having, putting a shelf in above the fireplace. So... That, okay that's true never thought about a we mantle when looking for We've yeah i never thought about that though when looking for a house but apparently someone does because it hey, was online so all, hey i gotta be <laughs> someone honest. looks for that i've actually been that that's really that's a great <laughs> one though because i thought of that when we purchased our house it has a mantle above <laughs> the fireplace on both ends did you think about christmas i thought about christmas really? and decorating oh, so the sweet. um mantle with Christmas socks, you know, the <laughs> stockings because, you know, it's it's Astrid, our, our daughter. Yeah, yeah. So, we, you know, it's kind of fun to me. I thought of it. That's, that's the kid in you coming that's up. Funny. It is. Yeah. It you is. got excited. I get excited. Oh, my gosh. It's family stuff. <laughs> okay. And this, uh, this next one is road noise. So something mm-hmm. a lot of buyers don't like or that turns them off is if there's either a train track super close that they can hear. That's been a big sale killer or something that has kept all listings I've seen on the market for longer than they should have or if it's just right by a really busy road and they're going to be hearing that noise through their bedroom window a lot of buyers are just going to say no but Mariah we've that? all heard it before what? the road noise noise doesn't bother me if I'm oh, the seller the or seller says it I don't even notice the train anymore it's been so long well, I mean, how do we process that? When we lived in our last house, I actually loved being like in the up high in the second story and hearing the road noise from commercial or the third story and seeing like commercial street and like the, that was very comforting right. to me. So right. maybe it's some people don't mind. I mean, I enjoyed it personally. That but personal yeah, preference. Everyone's different in their home buying needs. Yes. Okay. So, um, all right. We are almost wrapping up here real quick. What uh, is the best advice that just comes to the top of your head about what to look for in a home? Well, what to look for in a home, Mm. I would say do your due diligence during your inspection period. And if you're not comfortable after seeing your inspection report with the repairs needed, not that it's needing fixed right now, but within a year, two years from now, if you're not comfortable with that and it's a big purchase, don't go through with it. You don't have to. And that's the point of the negotiation period. Send an inspection repair addendum to the seller through your buyer's agent. That's why you need representation. So you can save yourselves a lot of money and have a quality negotiator. Um, because I've seen a lot of people be be burnt because they wanted to force a situation they should not have been in in the first place. Mm, makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty right. good. huh? Good advice. I can... I can see another question is what kind of constructions are coming up in our neighborhood? Is there going to be something that's going to lower the value or cause yeah. some problems? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think of the people who are for the time fighting about Costco coming oh, in, you know, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Nothing against Costco, but yeah. I, I remember that. I do yeah. want to talk to people about that. Yeah. Sure. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Mariah and Spence on 1430 KYCAN. Join us next Saturday at 930 a.m. for Real Estate with Mariah and Spence. 
You can contact Ryan Spence at the Betris Crawford Realty Group at 503-507-3666. That's 503-507-3666. You've been listening to Real Estate with Mariah and Spence right here on 1430 KYKN. Salem is listening.